Hi, this is Adam Hughes, and you are listening to the Weeby Geeks podcast. USB microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. To the Batmobile. Let's go. Are you in the market for some new swag? Some comic themed merch? How about a sweet water keychain of your favorite villain or vigilante? Just hop over to the Weeby Geek site and click the Superhero Stuff link and let the retail therapy commence. Using the link helps support Weeby Geeks because they get a small commission from each sale at no extra cost to you. So get to shopping and thanks for listening. to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is Brett. Welcome back, Brett. Thank you. Derek and myself, Mike. And uh, before we get started, I got some news from Jeff. Uh, of course, he was our guest last week uh, from Comic and Board Game Bento. Um, two different boxes, same company. Uh, he informed me, Comic Bento has been, your sign-up has ex- been extended one week. So if you haven't gotten your box, do it now. Now. I say now. <laughs> it is so worth it. Um, if you haven't listened to the show last week, check it out. It's episode 182. Um, we had, we, I thought we had a good time with him. I can't wait to have him back on again. Uh, he, he would be great for, for uh, a good round table. We just got to figure out, yeah. we got to figure out a, a round table to discussion to have. Cause I, I don't want to do, I don't know, maybe we should do a comic book round table. Well, that, that is his, uh, <laughs> that, his specialty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, general geekery too, as well, as we mm-hmm. discovered. So, um, I guess before we get into the, the meat of things, how's everyone doing? How, how's everyone been? Good. Good to be back. Sorry, I missed the last episode. It sounded like it was a good show. Yeah, family business takes precedence, so. Mm-hmm. Um, well, to say welcome back, Brett, we can also say welcome back, Burt Ward and Adam West and Julie Newmar. Yeah, um, reading off of the Nerdist uh, site, they've got a new uh, animated feature coming out with uh, the voice of Burt Ward, Adam West, and Julie Newmar as uh, Batman, Robin, and Catwoman. It's called Batman Return of the Cape Crusaders. And uh, it's coming out uh, because this year marks the 50th anniversary of the Batman TV series. Yeah. Uh, it ran from 66 to 60, and I can't believe 50 years, man. I know. Wow. Well, what was it? One or two years ago, the, the DVD Blu-rays finally came out. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. There, was a, there was a TV personality on here that's like a huge Batman fan, and he was like all crazy for it, and people were making fun of him for, for giving the DVDs and Blu-rays. <laughs> oh, no. If I had the money, I would have them myself. Oh, yeah. Especially the Blu-rays, because Blu-rays have got so much extra bonus material on it. Right. So. Yeah, uh, the I watched the trailer. It's it's hilarious, and they sound pretty much just like they did in the, uh, in the 60s, <laughs> at least uh, as far as Robert Ward and Adam West do. I think it's funny, though. The last time they did something animated, it was F- Filmation had the film rights, or the television rights for or the cartoon rights for the Batman series. Hmm. That was the old uh, Adventures of Batman and New Adventures of Batman. Mm-hmm. Which, the New Adventures ran like 13 episodes, but had Batmite. Batmite. Uh, I loved that series. It's too bad that the other uh, three bad guys are going to have in the movie Joker, Riddler, and Penguin. Unfortunately, all the voice actors, the people that played them in the original series, are all have all passed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that would that would have been amazing to have all them together again. Well, and and with Catwomen, you know, Julie Newmar is the only one still alive, mm-hmm. and, and she only did it for um, for the movie because uh, Lee Mary Lee. My, yeah, Lee Merriweather. Was it Lee Merriweather that was the TV series? I'm getting confused now. 
I am too. Because <laughs> Lee Merriweather and Julie Newmar looks very similar back in the day. Batman. I hate this dead air. Yeah. Even though, even though I could cut it out, it just feels weird as we're sitting here. So that was yes, Lee Merriweather TV series, Julie Newmar movie. But it's so weird that every whenever anybody talks about the Catwoman in the series, they always bring up Julie Newmar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As you definitely made a impression. Well, like I said, everyone, everyone, there, there's the impression that. Um, it's the same because they, they look very similar. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why Julie Newmar was pulled for the movie. Yeah. Um, but even if they decide to go the Eartha Kitt way, you know, Eartha Kitt passed away just recently, you know, within the last year as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so it's, uh, it, should, it should be funny. I think I hope they, they keep the um, series the way that they did the series, all the slapstick and, Fun yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. the crazy stuff. Yeah, like the oh, bad shark repellent and everything. <laughs> they so would that, have to. That, yeah. that, that was what was kind of fun with the filmation cartoons. Is they still kind of had the the TV show vibe to it. Yeah, I mean the there camp. was the, the camp. Yeah, um, but I guess sticking with the Batman Batman verse, we could call it. Um, I know Derek's got the next story about some complaints from Suicide Squad. <laughs> Because I guess it could be considered part of the Batman verse. Got Batman villains in it. Yeah, well, and technically it did actually have Batman in it for uh, a little bit. So there's been a lot of uh, mixed reviews for Bat for Suicide Squad, let's say. And, Batman uh, versus Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> which it wasn't part of it, but anyway. Uh, one of the things that people had a lot of complaints about, uh, myself included, was Jared Leto as uh, the Joker, his portrayal of the Joker. And uh, as the weeks have gone on since the movie came out, we've discovered, we've learned that a, there was a lot of his scenes were cut out of the movie. And uh, it got to the point where he seems to be kind of upset with Warner Brothers about it. <laughs> <laughs> So, according to an article on flickeringmyth.com, uh, Jared Leto has been distancing himself from Suicide Squad, reportedly telling fans at a Q&A event that he was sort of tricked into the movie and telling them about his general unhappiness about having scenes cut. Uh, in an excerpt from a fan site, Tumblr, uh, it says, he was very honest about the film this weekend, his disappointment in what he's learned of the theatrical cut, which he's still not seen, and he feels sort of tricked into being a part of something that had been pitched to him very differently, thinking it would be more artistic than what it became, and feeling overwhelmed by the hate regarding the look and choices. Okay, it's, sorry to interrupt you, Brett, because I know you yeah. put something... Um, wasn't there some rock band or something that jumped all over David Ayers over the look of Harley Quinn and Joker that he he ripped them off? Yes, there was. Um, I don't remember what band it was. It was like mm-hmm. Die Something? Yeah, something. It was, yeah, something the weird. The people in the band dressed like them or what? Yeah, well, yeah, they they dress very similar. It's almost like oh. looking at some of the pictures. It was almost a direct ripoff, and, and oh. I, I can see it a little bit. Yeah, because even the female was dressed very similar to Harley, but the way Harley was dressed, if they're going to criticize Harley, then they need to jump all over Palmiotti and, and Connor. Right? Did they get their look from the comic then, or because <laughs> which Dave, came first? Because David Ayer says he took the Harley look from. From their from their Harley, it's the roller derby Har- Harley look, right? Right. So now the added tattoos and whatnot—that's a whole other story. But they're saying the Joker is a direct rip off of their lead singer. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, I, I don't know what he was expecting with the uh, artistic with a, a comic book movie. I don't know. If, well, I guess those two can, are, are mutually exclusive, but uh, I guess that depends on what he means by artistic, right? And I don't think the Joker was supposed to play that big of 
role in there. I think he was supposed to kind of set up Harley and... Well, from what I understand, there's a lot of uh, extra footage that got cut out, so... Yeah, I saw in the article he was saying that there's enough footage to have a whole Joker movie. I was like, really? <laughs> then I don't know if they would then cut that much out. <laughs> then there's a reason to cut it out. <laughs> yeah. they're trying to focus on the squad, not the Joker. Right. It's called the Suicide Squad, not the Joker. It's called Money Grab Suicide Squad Extended Edition. Yeah. You too, then, can have a four-hour movie. Um, well, he's not the only one outspoken about the film or about Warner Brothers. Um, despite the fact, will Jared Leto ever play the Joker again? Uh, I don't know now. Hmm. Uh, but apparently, someone who worked at Warner Brothers um, published to the internet an open letter to Kevin Sujahara about layoffs, Zack Snyder, and donuts. <laughs> the, the, oh, this letter is something else. Uh, I read this. I'm like, does this guy still have a job? Or is this guy left and this is why he's... Um, so this, this letter. <laughs> when I left my screening of Suicide Squad last week, I was angry. I was annoyed and let down and frustrated as well. But mostly I was just angry. <laughs> Look, I'm a big dork, so I thought... Well, I wouldn't have used Dork. I would have bit. I was a geek, but yeah. So we know this is not me writing this again. It's an open yeah. letter. <laughs> it was you. Um, <laughs> now, if it was me, I would have been going. What the hell were you thinking? Um, so of course, I thought that this train wreck of a movie did a major disservice to the characters, concept, cast, and crew. So someone siding with Jared Leto. But but that wasn't why I was mad. Yes, it was unfathomable to me that Warner Brothers could mess up a movie starring Will Smith, Margot, Robbie, and the Joker so completely. But that just let, had me flummoxed. Is that even a word? Flummoxed. Yeah, flummoxed, yeah. Flummoxed? Okay, sorry. Yeah. I mean, I have a pretty decent vocabulary, but there's still <laughs> words I've never seen before. I want to hear every day. Um, I was angry because I couldn't stop thinking about you, Kevin Sujahara. A, f- a lot of fl- uh, a lot of fans might be angry, and rightfully so, because you keep completely whiffing at properties that they are desperate to love and enjoy. But this is a little more personal for me. See, I'm a former Warner Brothers employee. Okay, so that answers the question there. He is no longer with the company, so he's got nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe it does. I have so much respect for your studio. I love every square inch of that magical back lot from Stars Hollow to the fitness center. Makes me wonder what he did in the fitness center that he loved it so. <laughs> um, oh, to the fitness center I always meant to use. Okay, well, never mind then. Mm-hmm. Um, the people I worked with during my time with your company are now close friends. On my last day, I hugged them and told them I loved them. Can we say it together on the count of three? One, two, three. Oh, no. <laughs> I was I was also there in 2014 when you made out the decision to lay off 10% of your workforce. It was a terrible year. Let me catch you up. Every morning I woke up with a pit in my stomach because I assumed that there would be a day I lost my... That I assumed that would be the day I lost my job. Every day I saw someone pack up their desk or carrying a box to their car. I cannot describe to you the relief I felt when my department was told we were safe or the guilt I felt afterwards walking through the halls of my office with that relief. But out of that, the thing that really sticks with me is the memo you sent to all of us. Let me refresh your on my favorite part. I wanted you to hear directly from me about our plans for the studio. In recent days, we have started to hear rumors here at the company and had the misfortune in the press. I'd like to set the record state. I know the hard work and dedication of every employee around the world is key to Warner Brothers' success, and I'm sorry for the distraction the situation has brought to the workplace. At Warner Brothers, we work to we work with the world's most extraordinary storytellers, and our focus has always been to provide creative entertainment or the creative environment and financial resources they need to realize their vision. 
Our commitment to that won't change. In fact, we're investing more than ever in our film and television productions. So, that's 2014. That was around the time they announced Batman vs. Superman, wasn't it? I believe so. Mm-hmm. Um, so, going just from that favorite part, and a kind of crash of, hey, hey guys, sorry for all the layoffs, but hey, look, we're spending all this money. Really? <laughs> Is the layoffs where all that extra money came from? Because obviously it wasn't from hit DC films. Mm. Or the um, list of Moby Inside Out. She listed Adam Sandler's Blended. Cleese uh, was Jersey Boys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow and uh, The Man Went From Uncle. <laughs> They're hoping that the Hobbit trilogy was get them uh, back on track. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well. Uh, that was a series of stinkers they had there. Well, yeah. Peter, Peter Jackson ended up with issues with the Tolkien family because of the Hobbit trilogy. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It was a little short story. Did it really need to be a trilogy? No. Right. Two movies max. Yeah. Yeah. Even that's pushing it. Make it a three-hour flick and put an intermission in there. That would have sure. been fine, too. That would have worked. Yeah, that would have worked. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, well, I'm going to skip a couple of pair of... I'm gonna I'm gonna skip over what he had to say about Suicide Squad. Um, actually, maybe not. One guy. Right, so then he goes. Um, I went. Uh, he goes. I wrote this letter last year. Actually, started forming it in my head after Man of Steel was a box office box box office failure instead of a modern classic temple you were expecting. I kept holding off on doing anything with it because of one title. Suicide Squad. And I think everyone was in that same boat. Mm-hmm. The expectations were high for Suicide Squad. Uh, Zack Snyder's Dawn of Justice. Oh, whoever this guy is, join us in the right phrase, in the proper title, Flop of Justice. Uh, <laughs> was a fiasco, but here comes this plucky little dark adventure about anti-heroes. I love David Ayer. I love Harley Quinn. I love Will Smith. Put the letter in the in a drawer. The ship isn't sinking anymore. Everything is fine. There's no way this movie is bad. And here we are. I got back from the screen and dusted this sucker off. Well then, uh, to continue on, Zack Snyder is not delivering. Is he being punished? Well, he is now because he's been fired. Uh, that part is not in this letter, but. Uh, is he being punished? Assistants who are doing fantastic work certainly were. People in finance and in marketing and IT, they had no say in a movie called Batman vs. Superman, only having eight minutes of Batman fighting Superman in it that ends because their moms had the same name. <laughs> Gee. Where have we heard that before? <laughs> Batman, Superman, I'm Aquaman. My mom's name is Martha. Um, I think had, there was a meme that said, my, name yeah. is Aqu- my mom's name is Aqua Mar- Martha. <laughs> um, Snyder is a producer on every DC film. He's still he's, He is still directing Justice League. He's been rewarded with more opportunity to get more people laid off. I'm assuming you're, you yourself haven't been financially affected in any real way, and you and your studio are the biggest lesson in life one can learn. The top screw-ups, the bottom suffers. Uh, have you not seen what we got coming in November? Second Tuesday of the month. <laughs> I can't wait. We're in trouble there, too. <laughs> and I'm not picking sides. Hmm. Um... Now, here, here's a paragraph that bothered me because I know my daughter wants to see this film that's about to be mentioned really bad, and it's going to be her first superhero film in theater because of this character. Uh, what are you even doing? I wish to God you, you were forced to live out of a car until you made a number one movie of the year. Maybe Wonder Woman wouldn't be such a mess. Now I'm worried. Yeah, I know. Because I don't want my daughter disheartened. But then again, she grew up Wonder Woman. But then again, she might not know now. But as she gets older, she's gonna look back and go, "Why the hell?" Yeah, she'll, she'll probably love it now since she's a kid and isn't looking and she, at and the she, same way that we are. <laughs> well, and, and like I said, this is gonna be her first superhero film. Mm-hmm. You know, we told her the movie's coming out. You're gonna be old enough to really appreciate it. 
Star Wars is to- totally different. Of course she went when she was five, when, shortly after she turned six. Mm-hmm. It's Star Wars. Right. Doggone it. <laughs> but, I mean, to take her to see Captain America Civil War, nah, no. She likes Cap, but no. Doctor Strange, no, she'll totally not understand. Spider-Man, well, that comes out next year. Maybe if she wants to go, we'll, we'll take her. But her favorite character is Wonder Woman. For her to say, what was my... Wonder Woman was my first superhero movie. That's going to be a memorable thing for her. Um, sure. Speaking of which, before I finish off this letter, what was y'all's first superhero film that y'all saw in the theater? Oh, wow. wow. Mm, Superman. Superman was yeah. it for me, too. Yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah, I keep forgetting we're, we're all about the same age. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Superman. Yeah. And I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, what was it? I'm like, oh, yeah, dude, it was Superman. And and I remember the theater sold because I got in trouble for spending the money on it. Um, and I wish I knew where it was because it'd probably be worth quite a bit now. Super, uh, the theater sold as a souvenir because this is back when theater sold like souvenir books at the theater and other trinkets. The theater I had sold Kryptonite. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. It was a rock. It was literally a rock painted in glow-in-the-dark green with some white accent on it. <laughs> that was what it was. probably the coolest thing. You thought it was the coolest thing when you were a kid, though. <laughs> I, I thought it was amazing. My dad looked at it. It's a rock painted to glow-in-the-dark. <laughs> but, Dad, it's kryptonite. It sat, on my, it sat on my desk in my room for years. I just wish I knew where it was now. <laughs> the box is long gone, but it was my kryptonite. Um, so continue on. Uh, don't try to hide behind the great trailer. People inside are already confirming it's another mess. Dude, you're, you're scaring me with this. Yeah, if, it is another, if it is another mess, I want to track you down and, and punch you in the shoulder. Like punch buggy type punch, but <laughs> you son of a gun, you ruined it for my daughter. Bam. Um, is this uh, Zack Snyder that you're going after or somebody else? <laughs> no, the guy who wrote this letter. Oh, it's not their fault. <laughs> no, but he, he planned the thought in my head that the movie's going to be horrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's his fault. Um, and then here comes the best part. If I worked at a donut stand and I just kept effing up donuts, I'd be fired. Even if I made a tiny... <laughs> Even if I made a tiny decent one every now and then, it doesn't matter. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna get fired. <laughs> so I love that studio, and you're allowing it to sink. It's not about making movies for the fans. It, it's not about making movies for the fans and not the critics. It's not even about ruining childhood. It's about protecting livelihoods. It's time to wake up and, and make <laughs> and make the effing donuts, Kevin. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> So, that that might be the name of the trailer, or name of this episode. Time to make the donuts, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, y'all's thoughts on yeah. that letter <laughs> as we were breaking it down during the <laughs> during the letter? I think we can. There is a lot of valid stuff in there that we all agreed on, with, as far as with Batman member Superman stuff like that. But I don't. Know, I think some of the stuff you have to kind of take with a little grain of salt. So it could be a disgruntled. Um, ex-employee doing this or saying this, so they may oh. have some kind of agenda as well. Um, I still have not seen uh, Suicide Squad yet, I so have I'm not, not sure yet. if it's as big a turd as uh, what they have uh, said. But but at this point in time, I'll, I'll tell it, you the same what I said before. It's not it's not that it's a horrible movie. It's just an okay movie. But let me and ask: you, I, Is it entertaining? In some parts, yeah. Because Batman versus Superman, it was better. It was definitely better than Batman versus Superman. I'll say that much. Not there, that you know, there wasn't hard. much entertaining. There wasn't much entertaining in that film. Yeah, I know. So I guess you would have to. I guess it's kind of like with every everything else. You kind of have to form your own opinion. I mean, I'm not a big person that goes around listening to critics and stuff like that, so I usually see things for myself. Yeah. I prefer uh, my... Yeah, I but, mean, but you can also... Sometimes you can take... If if there's a lot of the same opinion, then sometimes you can take that with... Yeah. But, like, as far as Suicide Squad, I've heard both both sides of the, the, the hill on that one, so... 
and I'm not sure about the layoffs and how their company structure is and all that. So I think I just wanted Suicide Squad to be like you know the since Batman versus Superman was bad, I wanted Suicide Squad to be like the killer DC movie, and it just wasn't. Right. It was just another superhero movie. Well, not knowing truly when that open letter went out or when he wrote it and finally got it out on the internet. We know since then, since this letter, at some point, Snyder's gone. He's no longer on Justice League. Or or is he? I haven't looked. I believe he is. Is he? Really? But he's not directing, right? No, I, I think he's a producer, maybe. Okay. So that might keep him out of the books or off the set, maybe. With any luck. <laughs> Um, but just yeah, he's director. He's director for it. Oh, at least the first one. Ugh. <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a you owe me a decent DC movie. <laughs> they say uh, they've got um, Jared Leto credited, but uh, it's rumored that he's gonna the Joker's gonna be in it. So it should be interesting to see if what we had uh, just talked about with uh, him being a disenfranchised, if he's gonna be in it. Yep. Yep. So, well, let's move on to happier things, maybe. And and maybe someone besides Warner Brothers might find a clue. Oh, was it that bad of a transition? <laughs> a yeah. segue, man. Wow. <clears throat> so, anyway. <laughs> God, I didn't realize it was that bad of a segue. That one left that fumbled the hand off. <laughs> <laughs> that leads us into our next story. The New England Patriots. Fumbled handoffs. <clears throat> anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, everybody's wishes are finally coming true. The single most exciting news I have heard in a very long time. Hasbro is rebooting the Clue movie. Why? <laughs> how many? Of you, how many of us remember the Clue movie from 1985, starring Tim Curry? And it had, it had how many alternate endings? Was it? It was at least three, there, wasn't there it? Were, there were three different endings originally. Yeah. yeah. And then they were, when they released it as a theater, or released it on DVD. Actually, there were four prints of the film because there were some theaters that, that showed all three endings. Oh, yeah. Saying, well, it could have been this, could have been this, could have been this. Because I want to say some theaters got elite, uh, what would eventually be the DVD print or VHS print. With all four? I mean, with, all with, three? With all three, yeah. I didn't even read the, or uh, play the game, much less see the, the movie. The mo- I used to love the game. I've seen the I movie. Love the, love the game. The, the movie is a movie. <laughs> I I was surprised that the movie didn't turn into the next Rocky Horror Picture Show. It very Actually, well, yeah, it very like, well when could was, have. Yeah, when I was a kid, I used to like the movie, but you know, I was a dumb kid. What did I know? Okay, I'm gonna say it. I if the movie was to come on TV now, I was I would turn it on and leave it. Yeah, I'd probably still. Watch I, I would. It. I would. I would. It would stop me channel surfing. But I certainly do not think it uh, warrants a reboot. No. If but, anything, announce that you're going to turn it into the next Rocky Horror. Show it at midnight. Mm, do midnight yeah, show. Bring it back. Especially but, at the end. Oh, it's a long story. We can make a long story short. Too late. <laughs> but at Hasbro, they had a big, big hit with Transformers, which um, <laughs> don't get me started on those movies. As a Transformers fan, they offend me. Really? I, I don't know. Yes. I, I, really. I, honestly, I, I was entertained. I wasn't looking for high art, so. I, I was. I, they're, they're, they're horrible. Okay. <laughs> I was not entertained. I, I, will, I will go as far as saying this. The Dark Knight Rises was a much better film than any of the Transformers movies. I can agree with that. I would even go as far as saying... And again, I, I've always defended Ryan Reynolds on this because it wasn't his fault. Green Lantern was a better movie than any of the Transformer movies. Wow. Mm, you, you, I don't you know. know. I I put them pretty even. I don't know if I could say it's better, but it's at least 
as bad. They're as bad. It's by an edge. By an edge. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, because at least Ryan Reynolds was somewhat entertaining. And again, it wasn't his fault. It was a no, bad script. No, it was not his fault. And I think terrible I, uh, parallax blob. Yeah, I think. <laughs> but it should have been Sinestro, which should have been the enemy in the the thing. Yeah. He, he, here's the one that becomes the stretch. Jar Jar Binks was better than any of the Transformer movies. Ooh. <laughs> I said it's a stretch. It's a stretch. Yeah, but I'm almost inclined to agree with you on that. <laughs> oh my goodness, you guys are crazy. You guys are nuts. Cra- crazy oh. for the hate for the Transformer movies. You ruined my childhood, of, uh, Michael Bay. I told as a huge Transformers fan, I hate those movies. Because it's not, uh, it's just, they're a mess. Too Speaking much. of the uh, performers, uh, Mark Wahlberg has been in town and, and Detroit uh, filming their, filming the new one here. Uh, have, you, have you stopped by set and given them a formal invitation to join the show? <laughs> yes, I should. You should. I haven't seen any, I uh, should go down for any uh, extra casting calls. Well, just even hang out around set. Right. Probably keep you at a distance, but... I guess he's opened up one of his uh, Wahlburger uh, oh, hamburger have, places here. We have one here, Orlando. Are there any good? Have you had I, I haven't been to it yet. I've heard that, uh, from reviewers, so it's pretty decent. I, I've heard it's pretty decent. We, we actually, it actually started out here in Massachusetts. I've never been. Yeah, before the original set. Yeah. Well, that's where they're from, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't know how Orlando became an option, because none of them live down here. Because it's Orlando. Well, All the sure. theme parks and everything. Sure. Tourist traps. Yeah. Um, you guys ever watch Mike and Molly? A little, yeah. The guy who plays Mike, was it Billy? Oh. Oh, I can't think of his last name. I want to say Gardelli, but it's not. I think it's something like that. Maybe it is Gardell. Gardelli. Anyway, he and his brother have opened up a pizza shop, and it's about two miles down the road from my plus from my place. Hmm. It's not no too bad. It's not too bad. It's a little on the pies are a little bit on the high side. Um, they're from Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, I don't mind it high. They they sell fry, you know, they sell. You can get an order of French fries with gravy. That's a Philadelphia thing. I mentioned that to his brother. It's like. Does your brother not realize that y'all should have on the menu cheese fry, not gravy fries? Especially with <laughs> y'all Gardella from Pittsburgh. The guy that plays him. So uh, he's like, yeah, but he likes gravy fries. I'm like, kick him out of Pittsburgh then. <laughs> but apparently, <laughs> but apparently uh, they grew up in Pittsburgh up until sometime around, I mean, he went to high school. Then they lived here, moved down here, and he went to school here. But it's opened up the shop uh, right near right near my house. My daughter loves the meatballs there. So, anyhow, back to Clue <laughs> as we die, as we derailed here. Yes. I so, don't know what more, you know. Yeah, come on, it's not a lot well, to they, say. They haven't, say they haven't had a, a good run of good luck with their movies other than Transformers. The G.I. Joe movies were a bust. <sighs> Battleship. Battleship. <laughs> But Battleship. But here's the funny thing: Battleship was a hit overseas. Was it? Yeah. Honestly, Go figure on I that one. I've never actually watched Battleship because I've heard so many bad things about it. I'm just like, uh. I see it pop up on TV. It's like, uh, Battleship, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> change, change. Can I get further away from this channel? I don't. I don't think they need to redo it. No, I don't think so at all. It's really a. <laughs> If you if definitely you, start running out of ideas. If you want if you want to revitalize the film or the franchise, throw it in as and, and try and market it as a Rocky Horror Picture Show. Could try that. Get a crew, pay them to be shills in the crowd in New York City. Keep showing it every Saturday night, and you start off by paying a street team to go in and start shouting at the screen. <laughs> you either got one or two things happening. People are going to get shot in the theater, or there's going to be riots in the theater, <laughs> or it's going to turn into Rocky Horror Picture Show. And I'd much rather see it turn into a Rocky Horror Picture Show. And I thought the music choices were brilliant in the movie. Mm, yeah, it did have good music. And, and I can't remember the soundtrack for the movie, but, I mean, it was it was appropriate. Uh, and there were so many... 
it, it took me watching it like three, four times before I realized the nuances of the film. Mm. Um, let me go over the, let me find the soundtrack listing. I like, I, I like the movie and I like the idea of it. And I like, you know, I like the actors in it. I loved the different endings. It was a fun movie, but it really, it really just does not need to be remade. It, no, it doesn't. Um, all right, come on, come on, come on, come on. Give me the soundtrack. One of my wife's friends, it's like her favorite comedy movie. I'll have to, I'll have to see what she thinks of them doing a reboot of it. Now, here's fun. As I'm looking at Wikipedia, apparently, again, this is coming from Wikipedia, so who knows? Carrie Fisher was originally contracted to portray Miss Scarlet, but withdrew, huh. but withdrew entering treatment for drug and alcohol addiction. Uh-huh. Well, they should have kept her in until after the film. <laughs> it would have been lots of fun then. Oh, yeah. Um, been a whole different movie. The soundtrack. Oh, come on, really? I need the soundtrack listing. Um... Because the, the theme song alluded to rolling dice. Um, clue, soundtrack. Of course, um, I'm always a fan of Tim Curry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the end credit scene. So if they redid it and didn't have Tim Curry in it, then it just wouldn't be as no. good. No. You didn't say it was good the first time. Uh, that's just mean. <laughs> well, you, you, you know who the... Um... You say that, and yet you like the, the Transformers movies. I don't get it. <laughs> Well, you, you know who who played the the telegram person at the door? Just a guitar player from the Go Go's. Really? Yeah. Huh. That was interesting. A, a for you. Jane. Uh, it's an open letter without a clue. <laughs> shake rattle and roll is like the the theme song. It's a boom. I mean, shake rattle and roll. Think about it. In clue, you put the cup in the dice. You shake rattle and roll. <laughs> uh. She's a jolly good fellow. <laughs> Shaboom. Um, let me clue, 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 clue. Look up the IMDb credits because this was this was a f- all star cast. Yeah, it really was. Um, cast Ellen Brennan, who we also know from um, Private Benjamin, <laughs> was Miss Peacock, Mrs. Peacock, Tim Curry, Madeline Kahn. Christopher Lloyd, Michael McKeon, Martin Martin Mall, fantastic, Leslie Ann Warren, Colin Colleen Camp, Lee Ving, Bill Henderson, Jane Weedland, who was the singing telegram girl, Jeffrey Kramer, Kelly Nakahara, who was the cook, Will Nye, Rick Goldman, Don Camp, and Howard Hessman as the chief. <laughs> So, I mean, awesome cast. I, Hasbro, stupid. It, it better be a hell of a casting. Yeah, I mean, that's all I got to say is it better be a hell of a casting. So, let's move on to the next one, shall we? Maybe, maybe this will brighten us up some more. <laughs> I think right, that would which... be that would be you, Brett. We're not going invincible. Nope. We going runaways. Run, 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 runaways. Yes, this is uh, exciting for me because I love the uh, the comic series. Uh, Hulu is uh, in talks uh, to come in into a live action runaways uh, TV show. Yep. Not sure how they're going to do that with a dinosaur, but and they have to include that or else it's going to be a no go. Uh, it would be pointless without it. Right. So, so we're gonna see this on Netflix. Hulu, Hulu. I thought Disney has a deal with Netflix. So why are we putting this on Hulu? I don't know. Don't know if it's a Disney property, is it? Oh, I guess it's it's Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Marvel yeah, property. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they don't have the rights to the movie. The only or the only thing that concerns me about this is that it's done by the creators of Gossip Girl. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Yep. Well, let me let me read you the press release. Um, Glendale, California, August 17, 2016. Marvel Television will be bringing the fan favorite and groundbreaking comic book series, Runaways, to popular streaming service, Hulu. Every teenager thinks their parents are evil. What if you found out that they actually were? 
Marvel's Runaways is the story of six diverse teenagers who can barely stand each other, but who must unite against one common foe, their parents. Dun, dun. Dun. Um... We've known the Runaway story would make a gr- would make great television," said Jeff Loeb, EP and head of Marvel Television. And we're lucky enough to have Josh and Stephanie, who have time and again created shows that speak so generally genuinely to this exact audience. Write and produce the series is nothing short of remarkable. Uh, I'm a longtime fan of the Runaways and, and couldn't be more excited. To bring Brian and Adrian's characters life, says Schwartz. Uh, Add Savage. Josh and I cannot wait to get to work for Marvel and for Hulu. Uh, Runaways is, ex- is executive produced by series co-showrunners and writers Josh Schwartz and Stephanie Savage, uh, who have done The O.C. and Gossip Girl. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Fake Empires Lisa Rowinski will produce as well. Uh, Marvel's Runaway is a co-production with ABC Signature Studios. So that's the presser. I think the the one thing that it's got going for it, I guess, is Jeff Loeb. I kind of trust him now. Yeah. As, so I, I have some faith in him, but... Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but I don't have a lot of faith when he comes out about Cloak and Dagger being a young adult series on... That they're aiming it to be a young adult series and aiming at the young adult audience that comes with Freeform. Mm-hmm. And that's where Cloak and Dagger's going. Like, yeah. You're going to well, take, take my favorite characters and turn me away from them now. They are teenagers. Yeah, yeah but it doesn't need to they be... Were. It doesn't need to be Pretty Little Liars Marvel style. <laughs> so, and then we've got a a schedule for all the upcoming uh, comic uh, properties that are coming out on TV. Okay. Um, we've got currently airing. We've got Outcasts on Cinemax. A uh, Power Season That's Two. That's a comic book coming. movie. Comic book show. I didn't know I that either. I wonder what, what book is it based on? Oh, obviously Outcast, but I mean, who puts it right. out? That's Image. Oh, it that's is. Another, okay. That's another Robert Kirkman book. Oh, okay. Show. That explains it. And we've got a uh, Power Season Two on PlayStation Network. Awesome. Yeah, I still got to watch Season One. I, Very good. I just heard that got canceled after Season Two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Teen Titans Go Season Three. Um, Avengers. Oh, the cartoon. Ultron. The cartoon. Yeah, uh, that Cartoon Network. Um, we've got Avengers Ultron Revolution still in Season 4 in Disney XD. Ultimate Spider-Man vs. Sinister 6 on Disney XD as well. Um, Preacher on AMC, which I still need to watch. That was, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's starting off Matter. a little slow, but... Have you, and you, did you say that you had read the source material or not? I have not read it. I, will, yeah, I, I mean, want to read it. I've been wanting to read it. I just haven't had a chance to. Right. And then we've got Dark Matter Season 2 on the Space Channel. Dark Matter? That's a comic? Yeah, I didn't know that either. Huh. And then in August of this year, we've got The Tick on Amazon. Uh, tick. On August 19th and August 21st, we've got Fear of the Walking Dead uh, Season uh, 2, Part 2. Uh, uh, yeah. No. no. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, oh, there's gonna be a cro- apparently there's gonna be a crossover episode as well. Oh really? Oh wow! So apparently, then there's a crossover now. Either Fear the Living Dead's moving forward in time to do it, and then oh, going back, yeah. yeah, or or it's taking place at the same time that Walking Dead is, so they are caught up in the same place timeline wise. Then mm. in September, we've got uh, Gotham. On Fox season three, why uh, Lucifer season two on Fox September nineteenth, September twentieth, Agents of Shield. So, uh, so that's four that's nights. two D, that's two DC properties that that Fox has. Yeah, Fox. Yeah, right. and then the one I'm looking really looking forward to September thirtieth, Luke Cage on Netflix. Oh yeah, season yeah. one. Yeah. Then in October we get into the meat of uh, the CW. 
We've got The Flash Season 3 on October 4th, October 5th, Arrow Season 5. October 10th, we've got Supergirl Season 2. And on the 13th, we've got DC Legends of Tomorrow Season 2. So the, so it's not going to be a mid-series thing? It's going to be a full season? Yep. I think it deserves it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially then, Justice uh, Society. God, do it right. Yeah, that's going to be good. Do it right. Make, make this a stronger season. Yeah, I, would, I wasn't really impressed with the first season of Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, then on October yeah. 23rd, we've got The Walking Dead Season 7. Can't believe it's been seven seasons already, man. Yeah. No, right? It's crazy. And it's, um... It starts off with episode 100. Yeah. Then we've got Unspecified 2016-17 mid-season. R- Riverdale season one on the CW. Yeah, I heard about that. Powerless, uh, oh, which yeah. we've been hearing didn't, about didn't, forever. Didn't Veronica Fish say she's working on that? I think so, yeah. Or helping so, out yeah. that? No? Yeah. yeah. See, I remember our interviews. Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing. That's the thing that kills me. Powerless season one pops up out of nowhere. Yeah, Marvel's been talking about damage control, and they can't pull the trigger on it. Yep, Eyes on Me season three on the CW. I really like that show. I think it's fun. I I gotta catch up on that. I have not seen it. It's on Netflix. It's, it's, uh, at least it? at least the first first two seasons are. Oh, cool! I have to Wait. check it out. Or at least the first season, I should say. Yeah. You know what's Legion. going away? That looks like it's gonna be awesome. You know oh, what's yeah. going? You know what's going away from CW? Vampire Diaries. Oh, oh. they're finally putting a stake in it. Yay! <laughs> As Jules is now cursing at us through the, you're talking about my vampire diaries. Yes, we are, Jules. <laughs> then we've got uh, Justice League Action season one on the Cartoon Network. That comes when out when uh, it's unspecified. They haven't had yeah. ever release date for it. Yeah. And then we've got Dixon season two on CW Seed. Season one wasn't bad. It was like four or five episodes. It was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I hope they do more. Now we've got Unspecified for 2017. We've got Freedom Fighters, The Ray, Season 1. So, I've never even heard that was even a thing. I don't even know it. Yeah, it's uh, the one with Uncle Sam and uh, the human bomb and I know, I, uh, The I Ray. I didn't know that they were doing that either. No. They were on Crisis and Infinite Earths. Yeah. And then you got our Preacher Season 2 on AMC. Iron Fist Season 1 on Netflix. Defender yep. Season 1 on Netflix. And Punisher, shouldn't it? Uh, not yet. Punisher's, um, Guardians of That's not going to be until 2018, I believe. I thought oh, Punisher I was 17. Somewhere Punisher's in 17, yeah. That says unspecified 2018. <laughs> no, I think they just changed it recently. Okay. To, yeah. uh... So right now, the only thing 18 17. is Jessica and Daredevil. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there's some in production, Ant-Man, Season 1 on Disney XD, Damage oh, Control. Cartoon, yeah. Cartoon, Yeah, I believe. Yeah, it is. Hurry up with Damage on Control. Sci-fi. God, uh, be horrible. just kill it. Just <laughs> kill it. Yeah, yeah. Untitled X-Men series pilot on Fox. I wonder if that's going to be animated or what? Hmm. Uh, unless that in- Oh. Unless they didn't take it off and that ends up... And that is what legend where it was supposed to go. Legion. And they just, well, they or Legion. Be, there was there was supposed to be there was talk of a new mutant show at some point too. That could be it. Yeah, but okay. there was also talk too that New Mutant would be the next would be the next X Men film. Mm, true. And that the that because uh, Apocalypse is supposed to be the last one. Mm. And uh, they've got some awesome stuff in in development. A lot of uh, man, Image has got a ton of stuff coming out. They've got Sex Criminals, Southern Bastards. Um, Yeehaw! And uh, run, they've got, we talked about Runaways. We've got Lazarus, which is really good. Oh, I want to check that one out, too. Yeah. And um, they've got Watchmen, um, Umbrella Academy. Who, who's supposed to be carrying Watchmen? Uh, Warner Brothers, Cruel and Unusual Films. Hmm. So that could go anywhere. Yeah, Wicked and the Divine. It's another image, I think, title. And why the last man? They need to come out with that. They've been talking about it forever. I can't wait. To ah, I know. See that? Yeah. I doubt it'll ever actually happen now. <laughs> yeah. Supposedly it's coming out on FX, so hopefully they do it well. Yeah. But yeah. There's some images got some pretty big, uh, pretty big movie or shows coming out off of their comics. At least four are there. Okay. 
Well, here, here's how about this one? A brand new Star Wars cantina is coming to Hollywood, according to the Nerdist. It's going to be called the Scum and Villainy Cantina, and it's coming this winter. Um, the Star Wars based location promises galactic delicacies and says customers who make a razor, a reservation will receive two drinks of their choice, a scum and villainy challenge coin and other goodies. Costumes are encouraged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, reservations will open up next week on the official website, but you can also keep track of the menu via the cantina's Facebook page. Reservations will get you two hours inside the establishment. Wow. Uh, so is this uh, Disney fronted or what? Because I'm not sure. I don't. Uh, it's not saying. I can't I believe know. that they would allow that to, to go on. Well, I think that's why it's called what it is. Yeah, yeah. instead of, uh, <laughs> yeah. But I guarantee you, if this is a success, Disney's probably going to have people in there scouting it oh, and, comparing, yeah, sure. and comparing it to what will they be doing in the in the parks. Because there's supposed to be, you know, at least two restaurants in in the Star Wars section of the park. There's supposed to be a sit down and a, and then what the what we call quick service. What is quick service? Think McDonald's. No, I'd rather not. Um, something else that Disney Star Land, Star Wars Land will provide: laser deflecting lightsabers. This is so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, what are we talking about? Well, think about it in the movies. People are like Jabba Skiff. All the all the cronies are shooting at Luke, and he's deflecting them with his lightsaber. Um, apparently, the Star Wars Land is planning to provide audiences or guests lightsabers that will appear to deflect laser beams. It's just an illusion, but it will look real. Uh, Disney has registered a patent for an audience interaction audience interaction projection system. Of course, we have. Um, they will provide the audience with lightsabers and shoot them with fake lasers. They can appear what to def- if you miss, they get taken out. <laughs> uh, it did mention that later in the article. Oh, uh, they can they can appear to deflect the, these lasers with their lightsaber through use of technology that incorporate LED lights, IR rays, and drones. Okay, this sounds like this is going to be. Um, there was talk of a ride. I think I think it was talked about with the uh, introduction of Star Wars Lion. Um, there's going to be a ride where you're, I guess, traveling through the Death Star, and you have to attack stormtroopers or shoot back at stormtroopers. Cool. I wonder if it's, I wonder if this is going to be tied in with that. Uh, what's more, the experience also simulates being hit by a laser if the audience member doesn't manage to deflect. Each audience member is provided with a haptic feedback with m- multiple transducers that provide haptic feedback to their body when a laser beam hits their their body rather than the faux laser. The lightsabers also do the haptic feedback when the thing haptic thing when an LED light hits them. So, uh, Disney will provide a good atmosphere using a combination of water vapor, condensed water, liquid nitrogen, dust, and theatrical fog to create something for these lasers to pass through. The multiple fight sequences will be pre-planned and choreographed. This sounds like it's going to be in that room. So it's going to be at the park then? Yeah, it's going to be in the parks. Uh, Hollywood Studios and uh, Disneyland. Nice. That sounds so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but as we're coming to the end, I will let Derek do our final story about the <sighs> end. Seems like I have all the bad news tonight. Clue. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's time to make the donuts, Kevin, because oh, this is yeah. the end. Yeah. Well. Actually, we've already mentioned a couple of times uh, Image Comics and Robert Kirkman and uh, who we all know as the creator of The Walking Dead and many of you probably also know him as the creator of a little comic book called Invincible, which is one of my favorite books. Uh, I've been I've been reading it pretty close to from the beginning and. Uh, it's a great book, and it's coming to an end, unfortunately. No. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
uh, in an article on Nerdist, it says, uh, all good things must come to an end, right? Such is the case with Image Comics superhero series Invincible, which was co-created by Robert Kirkman, as I mentioned. It was announced today that after 13 years, Invincible wow. is yeah, Invincible is coming to an end with a 12-part story arc titled "The End of All Things." How appropriate! So he's he's saying in a year it's over, <laughs> or is Basically, this a yeah. or is this a bi-weekly book? Um, I'm not sure it's if it's monthly. Bi-weekly. I, or bi-monthly. Yeah, I think it's yeah, I think it's just monthly. It's and a little, uh, a little, reading between the lines here, it sounds like it's not going to be a very happy ending. No, I wouldn't expect it to be. <laughs> no, not with uh, not with what he's done in this book. Right, he, he, he's going he's going to land outside of Alexandria. To, yeah, <laughs> and it's going to come face to face with a bat who's got Negan on the other end. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be ultimate crossover. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just I'm. I mean, it's up. It's up in the. I don't even know what issue it's up to. Thirteen in, years See. in the late hundreds, and uh, you knew it would have to come to an end eventually. But actually, knowing that it's coming to an end is is kind of sad. One fifty six, maybe. Yeah, I think it's something like that. Yeah. It sounds like it's going to go out with a bang, and uh, knowing Kirkman's work the way I do, it should definitely be good. Yeah. I'm surprised this hasn't been turned into a series. Yeah, I kind of am too. Or a flying movie something, or something. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it will now that it's in. Will Smith as Invincible. Wait, no. he's already done uh, it. No. Hang on. <laughs> First of all, he's too old. <laughs> yeah. What, what are you trying to say? Invincible is Will Smith well. is old. <laughs> yeah, Will Smith is old. <laughs> so, well... Uh, that wraps it up for us, right? Uh, I believe that is. Yeah. Any final thoughts? I'm getting more and more excited seeing all the uh, Rogue uh, One trailers and everything that are coming out. Have y'all seen the international one? Not yeah. yet, no. Oh. <laughs> I'm afraid to. Does it reveal too much? Almost. <laughs> That's what I'm afraid of. Almost. I, I'm just going to say it because, sorry, the trailer's been out. The international trailer's been out for, what, two, three days now? Mm-hmm. So it meets the, I know we've said 24-hour rule, but I've imposed a 48-hour rule. Yeah, we could talk about it. <laughs> there is a scene in the international where they, they're they talking to Jen, and they say, your father has, has oh, I can't think of the right phrasing, basically saying her her father has transmitted the, the plans. Mm-hmm. Or the, or they have intercepted her father's plans, something like that. I was like, so she's related to the director. Mm-hmm. So if he's truly the traitor, will we see Darth Vader force choke him? <laughs> like Quite we talked possibly. To, like we talked about last week on Wookie Radio. He 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 he. Don't you hate it when we're possibly right? <laughs> Man, the history we have. Um, but yeah, yeah all the, I, I can't, I can't wait. This is going to be awesome. Mm, it is. This is going to be awesome. So I was actually uh, rewatching uh, Force Awakens today before the show. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, that's a good I've one. Got to do, so. my, uh, I've got it on my fire, so I can watch it anytime. So I pop it in every once in a while when I'm bored. Nice. Got the I, digital copy. Yeah, I when I bought it. Or when I got it, uh, we did the digital copy as well. So we, mm-hmm. and of course with Disney, you enter the rewards to get points towards Disney movie rewards. It automatically goes to your Disney movies anywhere app as well. So I'm just going to say again, reminder, comic bento has extended their deadline for the new comic bento box. Um, and of course you could, Get to it through the Comic Bento link on WeebyGeeks.net. Brett used it last, or Derek used it last week. I did indeed. So, great little box. It's going to be fun. So, until next time, hopefully we'll have Jules with us next week. Hopefully. Until next time. Want to know more?
So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production.